we'll be doing the things God asks us to do because we'll be in the place he asks us to be in. Amen. But that place must be now a relationship with him. So when he says something, we will do it instead of bucking against it. God has, God has sent his prophets, his ministers, his seasoned women. He has sent them to us all and we have rejected them. We're like, we're like Israel. He said, you've crucified all the prophets. Every, every time I sent you a warning, you got upset because it made you uncomfortable and you crucified them. In these last days, we can't be that. We're going to have to say yay and amen to whatever God has to say. Can we agree on that? What happens if it's against what you want to do? You got to say yay and amen and say, Lord, give me the strength to perform this thing. What happens if it comes out of a man's mouth? Is it okay? What happened if it comes out of a, 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 a sister that comes to you and says, Sister, you, uh, the Lord says, let's do it this way. <laughs> Who she think talking to me? See, all that's going to end. It's got to end. Because there's nowhere in the universe where you can do what you want to do the way you want to do it. Nowhere in the universe. How about your job? Can you do that? You ain't going to walk up in there and just, just say, I'm going to do this and see what happens to you. Walk up in your, into the universities and say, well, I want a degree in business management, but man, I ain't taking no business classes. <laughs> but I expect you to give me my business degree. How, how well is that going to go? So why do we come to Christ and say, yes, I want to make it to the kingdom. I want all the blessings of the window of heaven. And I, I want to, 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 to be claimed by your name, but I'm not doing nothing you're saying. You think that's going to work? Why do we do that then? And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to do what the beast tells you to do. Why? Because he's going to strong arm you. Convert or die. Isn't that wonderful? Christ didn't like that. See, you're going to obey somebody. Why don't you obey the master? Obey the one who loves you. Obey who all, all of his laws are for our betterment. Obey him. But you got to do it now, don't you? Yes, sir. You can't choose him when, when the letter comes in the mail and you're afraid. I have more people come to me after the letter gets in the mail. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. This is what he said to do. Now, are you willing to do that? Well, yeah. I always tell people they want relief. They don't want to change. Just get this pressure off of me, and that's all I want. You think vaccinations of children are going to be interesting? You know, because we have fought that over the years. Oh, just wait till they start coming, and you can't come to work unless you have vaccinations. That's what they do to our sister Wanda. I have to write her a letter every year that we don't take that garbage. That's going to be not an option in just a second. Because after this, this thing they throw out here and all these diseases are going to be flying around, they're going to say, man, everybody's going to get shot up. Amen? We all right, aren't we? Oh, we're, not, we're not talking about anything we don't know, right? All right. Let's go to Revelation chapter 23. But God said something. He was describing something here in Revelation chapter 22. 
And we ought to pay attention to this. He was describing this. This is what's going to happen in the, in the day we enter into the kingdom. But he said, you're not going to make it into the kingdom unless you're doing this right now. He said in 13th verse of Revelation 22nd, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. We should say, thank you. Man, we got a God who is all that. So we don't have to fear. Amen? Because if he's the beginning and the end, what are we fearing? And he said in verse 14, blessed are they that do his commandments. Why? That they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. What is your ticket into the city? Oh, I thought maybe I was speaking some language. When? When you get to the kingdom? You don't even get on a bus without a ticket. And the ticket is doing his will, his way, his commandments. Amen. Amen. He, said, he said, blessed are they that do that now. Because you're going to need to know who God, what God you're going to serve right now. Yes. 15 says, for without of the city are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters. And whosoever maketh, loveth and maketh a lie. Doesn't that sound familiar? Outside of Jesus is that. Amen? Know that. Anything outside of him is what he just described outside of that city. And so guess what's coming at you? The whoremongers, the idolaters, the dogs, the sorcerers. That's what's outside. So what did he say? Come within the walls. And that's called obedience to his commandments. Come into his walls. He said, I got you. He said, even after the thousand years and the holy city comes down, he said, they're going, you're going, you'll be on top of the wall watching the action, but they can't touch you as long as you're in the walls. Amen. What about now? Are we within the walls? Are we still dancing on enchanted ground that Satan gave us? We're going to find out in a minute because he's going to ask for it. You remember how you hear all the accounts of these, these artists, these, these um, uh, musicians and these, these uh, uh, actors and actresses and how, what they have to give up in order to be what they are. Well, guess what? Satan's coming to your house. Oh, you want to keep playing on my playground? It's going to cost you this. And then you're going to be running trying to find Jesus and don't even know what direction to run. Now is the time to find him. Now is the time to relate to him. Now is the time to start building this relationship and walking with him so you'll be able to hear his voice. Verse 16 says, Jesus, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things where? What happens if you're not there? Because, you know, we all got Bible studies. We're the most Bible studying having people on earth. There's only so much you can get from a Bible study. Why? Because God created and developed the church for a reason. It's to implement the things you learned in the Bible. We go to Bible study here, Bible study there. We got all these Bible studies and we're learning things and they put nothing into practice. Because all you're doing is going to Bible study and going home. You won't even put them in practice at home. Wife mad at you, husband can't stand you. But I went to Bible study. Oh, we got we to gotta fall into his way, his way, and not some of his way. 
Now, please don't leave here and say, Pastor Shaw said Bible studies are bad. They are not. <laughs> I'm in a Bible study maybe four or five times every day for the last 25 years. They're not bad. But churches are where we implement them. We find the peace that God gives us. It gives us an opportunity to minister to others. And he says, I sent my message through my churches, didn't he? That's what the book said, right? These things in the churches, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Amen to that. We thank God for that. He said, I want to let you know this is happening. This is how I can protect you. He said, but I'm going to give you this message through my churches and I need you to hold on to me because here we go. He was so sad in the book of Matthew. Let's go to Matthew 23. He was so brokenhearted because his people, his chosen people wouldn't hear him anymore. They got distracted. They were doing things because they had one foot in the world and half a foot in the synagogue. But let's go to the 23rd chapter of Matthew and read verse 37. See, this is what Christ wants to do right now. He wants to do this in our lives right now, for us right now. He said, Matthew 23, 37, he said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that does what? Killeth the prophets. Don't tell me nothing I don't want to hear. And stoneth them which are sent unto thee. You know, you, we stone people today. You know, we get that stone look. <laughs> when somebody's giving you a thus saith the Lord, you, you, well, we talked about pride and stiff neck and rebellious. We tighten that neck up. I ain't going to do that. Don't make me do that. You don't know what you're talking about. God doesn't require that of me. Okay. He said, you stone them that are sent unto thee. He said, how often would I have gathered thy children together? You see what he's been trying to do. He said, often I would gather your children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings. But what happened? Ye would not. So what was the problem? Was it Jesus or us? Because he said, look, I'm trying to show you, I'm trying to cover you, I'm trying to get you in my way so I can bless you, I can protect you, I can show you the way out of this thing. But you would not. 